This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. The Believe Podcast Network presents the FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back to the Believe in FCS Football Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Today's episode. We are going to be uncovering the top linebackers for the 2021 spring FCS season. And then we will also be sharing our thoughts on the group of FCS prospects down in Mobile. Before we get into that, I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Sean Anderson. We are two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. We have got a, a lot of stuff to cover today, some good tidbits some talented linebackers we can't get into it just yet because sean has to of course talk to us about gambling of course the uh, resident betting expert I, you're not an expert after to give this some weekend. advice you're not the expert after this weekend i went <laughs> five and one in all my betting picks didn't bet a single dime and you actually put money down and you didn't get any of them right i got one which right one, but it was a which toughie one did you get right first touchdown a uh, one touchdown in the first half did of the of the Packers. Did you make game. any money? Or the first one. Don't worry about. Why are you watching my pockets? Because I I'm worried. Get out of my. I'm pockets. worried about you. When Get, you did you make any when money? You go one why, in why, do I, why am I disclosing my finances to you? Bet on bet online at ag is what I'm here okay, to talk about, okay. Joseph. Well, when you go one in five, you I'm worried what? about you. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. Not one in five, <laughs> and it's the last NFL game that you're going to be able to bet on until next fall. If you're looking for a place. To bet on any of the sports going on aside from the NFL, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. As we have been saying, Joe and I have been on a tear, one of us a little bit better than the other, but that's just a a little slip up, but it'll be okay. But for betonline.ag, they have game spreads, totals, team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. There's also the online casino that is always open. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for uh, for talking to us about BetOnline. Now let's get into talking some FCS, and I want to start with today's discussion on the Senior Bowl as they are starting up this week. We're recording on Monday. Uh, They're going to have started practices on Tuesday. I have a media availability and will be 
you know, sharing some various tidbits throughout the week and whenever I have time to hop in and, and tune into various interviews for some of these bigger name guys. But right now for this roster, Dylan Radons, Ellerson Smith, Spencer Brown, and Cade Johnson are on the national team. And for the American team, Robert Rochelle, David Moore, and Brian Mills. So we've got a, a talented, fun group of prospects. And what I want to talk about right now, Sean, is who are we most excited to watch? Who are you looking forward to watching this week, Sean? Or hearing from you know me, uh, big big old line guy here. I'm looking at I'm looking at Ray Duns and Spencer Brown all week. I'm looking at their one on ones. I'm looking at how they protect uh, during the game itself. It's they, they they will have my focus the entire game because this off offensive line class. It's been said that it's not as deep as previous classes, so that might open up some opportunities for FCS guys to really shine. Therefore, I'm looking at Ray Duns and Brown a lot this entire week. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with that sentiment there. I think Radons and Brown are two players who might, might have gotten lost a little bit in translation because of not playing either any games or just only one game this fall, and that is going to hurt them in terms of not having any tape recently, but going out there and playing really, really well against a, a group of talented FBS and also um, – just overall really good pass rushers, I think that they're going to do really well. But the one player that I think is going to pop off on the tape is going to surprise some people is David Moore, the Grambling State offensive lineman. I had the opportunity to hear from him when I did an HBCU panel with NFL Draft Bible, and he seems like a really good kid. But overall on, on the tape, you watch him, aggressive blocker, big guy, He's going to be playing inside. There's possibilities of him playing center, and I think right now he's a bit of an unknown in the scouting community, uh, separate from the senior bowl who was smart enough to invite him. I think he's going to go out there. He is going to make himself some money enough to, to earn him a dr easily draftable spot. I don't think after this mm. week there will be any discussion on where David Moore will go because uh, people are going to really know where he belongs and he's going to show up. He's going to show out. There's always somebody who is a smaller school guy that nobody really knows about. And I really do think that David Moore is going to be that player. Really looking forward to it. Certainly. So let's get into these linebackers discussing. I think we've got six guys today that we're going to talk about. And hitting on our first player, Forrest Ryan from Villanova. Six foot one, two twenty-five. And for me, when I, I saw Ryan and I watched some of his clips, I, I see a guy that is a super aggressive tackler, someone who unloads everything that he can onto the poor victim that he is tackling. And I also really liked his processing ability. So picks up things quickly, knows where he needs to go, and then just uh, smacks people. I'm going to say the word smacks people, the phrasing smacks people a lot this episode, and Forrest Ryan deserves that, that, uh, that phrasing. I agree, Joe. Uh, aggressive tackler. That's a really good description of him. Uh, from what I see from a technical standpoint, uh, his hands and feet are always in sync together. Uh, when they're when he's getting ready to make a tackle, his hands are moving and wrapping and his feet are still moving towards the, uh, the ball carrier. Uh, he runs well. Uh, he's an all-around good linebacker. That's the best way you can describe him. He, not many faults in his game. He plays hard and really... The way that he goes and his approach to tackling, it's what you want as a uh, defensive player. It's not what you want to see as an offensive lineman because you know you're never going to get that clean of a shot on a guy who is always uh, moving. Yeah, and, and overall, though, the, the big thing for me 
seeing that tackling ability is is what popped off. But I do really agree with your points there. Overall, a, a very well-rounded linebacker. And he was playing on in 2019 a very good defense that lost a few players um, to graduation. And, and they also are losing Jaquan Amos because he decided to transfer. But I think that he will be the primary player in that group. And we've got another... Uh, Northeastern linebacker Ryan Greenhagen from Fordham who needs to be discussed. Uh, six foot one, two thirty five. What did you like about Ryan, Sean? He is disciplined, a disciplined linebacker. He does his job first and then he makes the play. Hard to do. A lot of guys, a lot of linebackers, they do their job or they make the play. And that's the risk that you run when you play defense. Sometimes you have to take a risk and jump inside to get the sack. That's what you have to do. But Greenhagen, if he has to go and get a gap coverage and the running back bounces it out. Okay. He did his job, but now he's going to flash over and he's going to get a shoestring tackle. If he has to, he's going to do whatever he can do to make the play after doing his job, which is just really impressive because sometimes with defenses, you're just supposed to be set up to do your job and the play comes to you. This is a guy who's always searching out the play itself and then physically, Really strong when taking on blocks. Really, really good at that and really good shedding, especially offensive linemen. I mean, he's popping offensive linemen. I've really given him a good uh, chin music. And you're watching him like, oh, gosh, he's he's low. He's ferocious. The dude is going to get off of a block. That's something I, you, it's almost a guarantee with Greenhagen. There's a couple of guys on this list that – I think really fit the mold of what you're going to get from an FCS linebacker that maybe isn't like a Jabril Cox who's good enough to be selected in the first three rounds, but just is really good at doing their job, really, really consistent, technically sound. And because they have those various traits, they have those opportunities to maybe get a rookie minicamp invite or a camp invite uh, just because they're well-rounded. They're well-coached. They're good tacklers. And I think Ryan Greenhagen uh, is very similar to fitting that mold. Not like Forrest Ryan, who we talked about being a really well-rounded linebacker, because I think their tackling abilities are, are completely different. But Greenhagen, though, well-rounded, consistent linebacker. And I think you can add into the mix Levi mm-hmm. Metheny as another one of those guys that is just super consistent. And I really think it stood out to me that he's one of those players that you talk about sometimes with, with good linebackers, that they just always near the football. And you, sometimes you talk about with safeties too, that you just find where the ball goes. And if you're looking for whatever specific player, that specific player, he'll be on the football. And he's one of those players who just very consistently will find the football because he's quick at picking up where the ball's going and he's really good at tracking it. Real real Jake Fire type, always around the football. Uh, Would you consider Metheny, Jake Fire to th- fit that mold? Uh, he's always sniffing around somewhere, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Fire will give you a pop to the mouth somewhere. too, man. He got me a couple times. Uh, but Metheny, I watched the um, the Albany Central Connecticut State playoff game uh, between the two uh, for Metheny's game. Team teams don't want to run at him. The Central Connecticut State, the entire first quarter, they are not running in his direction. Everything is designed to get him away from the ball because that's the damage he could do. He is a linebacker that is built from the ground up. And then it's the same width 
from the ground up. He is a wide linebacker, six feet tall, 240. He's just built, and you, you're just going to – you don't want to run into that. You, it's just not smart for an offense to do so, and they don't, which is a sign of great respect. It doesn't help him out for stats and stuff like that. He still makes plays. He's still uh, a guy who's tracking and fighting, fighting for the play also after doing his job. But he, he's just earned that respect of, okay, this is the guy, and we're going to run away from him. Not a lot of teams do that. He was like a focal point for that defense. And this defense had Eli Menser on it, who had an NFL opportunity uh, when he finished up his time at Albany. And Menser was a completely different impact player because he was more of an edge rusher. But you saw in that second level, Levi Metheny was making a ton of plays, worked well in the group. And I think it is noticeable that they were not willing to, teams were not willing to really run in his direction because of you know that capability to to always find the football and make plays if you're doing that a ton uh, that becomes a, an annoyance to an offense because every time mm-hmm. you, the ball gets like two yards upfield guys are getting tackled it screws things up you don't create splash plays when you're going against uh, a guy like Levi Metheny we've got two more guys sorry three more guys that we want to talk about before we get to that though we're just going to take a really short commercial break This next guy for me, Sean, has to be my favorite one on the list. I'm going to come out and say it. I actually had the opportunity Mm -hmm. to talk to Deshaun when I did uh, the FCS panel with NFL Draft Bible. Apparently, I did a lot of panels this year. Um, I also talked to Willie Eubanks, who we're going to end up talking about very soon. But Deshaun Stevens for Maine was easily the most fun guy on this list at linebacker to watch. And I think it's because of his versatility at six foot two, two fifty five, that he showed, despite being over two fifty, the ability to play off ball, but at the same time, the strength and the explosiveness, explosiveness to come off the edge and to pass rush. We were both talking about a specific play where we saw him um, against URI make a really good shed, and then a strip sack against two guys that we know very well. And just watching him do that and remembering back to that play, that is really, really fantastic football that you can do stuff like that as an edge rusher and then at the same time play off ball. And he is actually from Canada. He's from, uh, I believe, Toronto is where he's from. And there's a lot of speculation that people believe that he will be drafted very highly in the CFL draft. Now, Deshaun will probably, like a lot of guys do, test the NFL waters if he does well enough this year. He missed the 2019 season because of injury. But if 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 he tests those NFL waters, he it's for him to make that decision. He could end up being a high draft pick in the CFL and making some pretty good money doing that. So he's got his options, which is fantastic and, and usually not typically common that guys have options like this. It's not. Uh, and this guy is not a typically common player either. Uh, he's just he's good. Uh, he runs sideline to sideline very well. There's a specific play where he's rushing, uh, I don't know, to the right side of the field balls at one one side of the hash. Right. Uh, quarterback scrambles to the exact opposite side of the field, almost to the sideline. He tracks 40 yards down uh, during a passing play. So he basically runs a 40 across the field, avoiding blockers, and ends up making the sack. It, it, his his sideline-to-sideline movement and his hustle is really, really shines on all of his tape. Above that, he's a guy that lays the boom. He's a guy that we saw him uh, just 
obliterate an Albany quarterback on yeah. a on a on a play. It wasn't just a standard sack. He was just running back after him and then just took him off his feet. It naturally, naturally strong, natural hard hitters. They're just different. They're just the different body makeups and the way that they explode. It's he is uh, he's definitely a special guy. And you know, uh, the Canadian Football League. I think uh, you might have hit the nail right on the head with that. Yeah, and I really do believe that he will be able to have an impact somewhere. I don't think this will be a guy who just falls off the map and we don't hear from him after he's done with college. I I think he will have NFL opportunities once he plays this spring and teams are reminded of his capabilities because there was a ton of buzz about him heading into 2019, but he suffered an injury and he was not able to play. Um However, if he gets that NFL opportunity, I think he's definitely capable of making a roster as a back-end pass rusher with a lot of potential. You know, very technically sound, is going to do everything you need him to. But if he chooses to go back to Canada and he wants to go play football in his home country of Canada, I think he could have an even bigger impact than being a backup player for a long uh, for a period of time until he can get the start in the NFL. He might be able to go right in and be a team's premier pass rusher and go around smacking offensive linemen and knocking out quarterbacks like we saw him do at Maine. You're you're basically playing in Canada when you when you go to Maine. So you, you might as well just at that point just go back to Canada and dominate football there. That's funny how you, that that's where your head goes. <laughs> well, I just still think back to the game that I don't. Were you at the last time that we played Maine our senior year where it was negative? No. Yeah, you weren't there. The last time that we played at Maine, and I said this to Deshaun on the panel, and he got a, a good laugh out of it, it was like zero degrees, and there was snow and ice all over the field. And I will never go back to Maine because of that experience. <laughs> Next player, uh, Colby Campbell from Presbyterian, six foot two ten, uh, a little bit on the lighter side. And I think this is somebody who could probably bulk up a little bit. But what you do notice from him, uh, one of those linebackers that fits that really good FCS linebacker mold. He has a crap ton of tackles under his belt. The reason why we're mentioning him: good awareness, the the typical gritty strong tackling linebacker that just finds the football doesn't mess around he will just he'll wrap you up around your ankles won't try and lay the big hit because he knows if he goes through your ankles he's going to tackle you every single time he's very very consistent when it comes to that type of tackling i like the word consistent that you just used because that's what he is and especially especially with his closing speed and i'm not saying that he has great closing speed because he's fast some guys just have great closing speed because of the desire to get there. And that's what you see when you watch Campbell play. It's not because he's running a four five forty and he's Jalen Smith and he can just close on you in an instant. No, 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 no. He is, I, I see you there and you're 10 yards away from me and now I'm going to teleport to you and make the tackle. That's what Kobe Campbell does. And it is really, really fun to watch somebody like that. And maybe it's the hair, but it's almost the, with the closing speed too. It's reminiscent of Palomalu almost the way that he is flying. Mm. To the, to the ball carriers, mm. and he's just making the tackles. And it's really, you know, comparing someone to Troy Palomalu is no, you know, that's a big statement, I know. But uh, from that aspect of his game, I could see a resemblance. Yeah, and I think high motor is the easiest way, simple adjective to uh, to describe 
what Colby Campbell is capable of doing and what we'll see from him in the spring. We've got one more player, Willie Eubanks, before we talk about him. Let's talk about Kansas City Steaks. I'm going to order some damn steaks from this site. It's the third or fourth time I've done this read, and every time I do it right when I'm hungry, and I'm I'm mad that I'm doing it when I'm hungry again. With a new year comes tons of new big games and sports with big games. You need big steaks. Kansas City Steaks has the cuts that you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. You can probably guess what that game is. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for your game day. Plus get free shipping with code BLEAV. Believe at checkout. Try out the snack pack combo featuring small plates with big flavor mini beef wellington steak burger sliders Mm. mac and cheese melts and Mm. shrimp wrapped in bacon holy crap every order is flash frozen delivered directly to your home satisfaction guaranteed on or your money back basically every cut of steak imaginable plus appetizers desserts barbecue and so much more again go to kansascitysteaks.com slash game day and use code believe b-l-e-a-v at checkout for free shipping kansas city steaks big games big taste so this last player that we have sean we've got one more guy will eubanks another player that excites me and i think the the good way to, to, to describe Willie, because I think he's he's a little bit different than all the other five guys that we've described, because all these other guys are a little bit more bulkier. They're not as straight line speed. They're just dependent on uh, being really good tacklers. But I think Willie Eubanks, why he's considered to be a draft prospect, an NFL prospect, not a maybe not a draftable one, but probably a high priority UDFA is because I, I believe he has that modern linebacker mold that you want, which is we're shifting away from the the 250 pound inside linebackers that go from C gap to C gap. Instead, we're moving more towards a Devin White who is quick, is fast, can cover a lot of space, is not you know 250, but closer to 230. And because they have that range, they're all over the field. They're flying all over the field. And I just, every time I watch Willie Eubanks, and we've talked about this dude a ton. It's one of the guys that we've just talked about a lot over the two years we've been doing this show. And every time I watch him, it just excites me because I, I see a really good athlete playing the position that that makes him uh, so much more of a, a weapon out there on defense. Joe, this is a my guy guy. Willie Eubanks is... My guy, you got whoever you got. This is my guy. I don't know if that if it's because he wears number nine and it's just in he's just built amazingly. Uh, but I am all in on Willie Eubanks. He is tough. He is physical. He is fast. He reminds me of Deion Jones when he plays. I, dude, he just makes play after play after you. The Citadel doesn't have a defense without this guy. Honestly. He is carrying an entire FCS defense on his mm. back, and he's doing a great job of it. I am all in on Willie Eubanks, and you said it, Joseph, and I'm mad that you said it before <laughs> I, I got to. Modern linebacker. That is what he is, and it's, it, he's what you need at the next level, and he's going to give it to you whenever whoever picks him up on the team. It, oh, my goodness, dude. Hey, modern linebacker. That's what you're getting. He's the most modern on the list. He looks the most polished. To me, uh, I know it's just, yeah, Joe, this is a dude that I'm really, 
uh, just super excited to see what he does in the next level. Yeah. Yeah. That That's the key. I think that's the best way to kind of wrap this up here is that I'm excited to see what he is capable of and the opportunities that he gets. And I think that he'll be one of those players because he's coming from a small school that will shine once he gets the attention that, that he truly deserves. That's what we have for uh, today's FCS podcast episode. I think we're going to do secondary for the final show, and then we should actually be doing our first show of the season. We'll get to actually talk about the FCS. It feels mm. weird. Can't it wait. feels weird. Hopefully things don't fall apart before then. <laughs> That's such a negative thing to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, this year, nothing can be more negative than what's already happened. But thank you for tuning in. Give us your... I don't know. <laughs> what are you... Why are you... Why are you Gas it out at the end of the show. Finish us off, Joseph. I'm trying to- Positivity. Come on. Give me some give me some life. No. You want to close it? Dude, I really want the season to happen. I really do. I just don't know if I can manage. Dude, it's, we're only 25 days in, man. I didn't say that. Okay. All right. Oh, God. Hit that subscribe button. Oh, God. Five-star review. At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio, at Believe Podcasts, at BLEAV. Don't even follow me. <laughs> Believe.com. Find our show as well as hundreds of other shows. Sean is currently having a stroke. Thank you for tuning in. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.